everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We are one half of the Double Doubles, and today we are the two people who are here to talk about dining. And we're going to talk specifically about dining outside of the parks um, on a park day. So uh, we're going to take a look at um, if you are in each one of the four main parks and you wanted to have dinner somewhere that wasn't inside those parks, what are your best options or what's the most convenient option? Well, I think it's also, um, I think these are also a good option if um, if the spots, like maybe you can't get a reservation in the park for dinner or lunch. Right. Um, now I th- I've heard it's a little bit harder, which is sometimes hard to imagine with some of the restaurants, but with that change where it used to be, you could make reservations at 180 days. Now it's 60. Right. Um, so I think, and not everything is fully open yet, but you know, um, just because, uh, you know, some of the restaurants at the parks are booked up. Um, I think it's good. People sort of think like, okay, these are my only other options in the park, but, uh, if you're okay to go off, like leave the park um, for a little bit, it might be worth a little hop, skip, and a jump to a resort <laughs> to yeah. have uh, to have a good meal. And also, like, uh, it's just a great way to see other resorts. For sure, it gets you out of the park. It gets you onto other resorts, and who knows? Maybe you maybe you love it, and it's what you'd prefer. Yeah, so, or maybe it's you know the next place you'll you'll stay. Yeah. Or dream about staying. Yeah. So why don't we start off by talking about um, Magic Kingdom, because that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic Kingdom, you know, there are good dining options. Uh, they're not the best. They're But they're not the best. <laughs> and and like you said, they do book up um, at the 60-day mark. So maybe you aren't able to find something. So there are two really great options. I shouldn't options. say they're not the best. Sorry. No. Like there's some, uh, you know, I love Liberty Tree. Yeah. Um, I think they're Tony's is hit or miss. (laughs) Like, so I think um, if you want, yeah, if you're looking for something, either maybe a little bit more, um, like either upscale, a little more laid back, um, or something where maybe you do have the budget of Cinderella's Castle, but you want some kind of you want the food to sort of reflect that price point a little bit better. (laughs) Not just about characters. Yeah. uh, Anyway. and eating in the castle. But yeah, so... Um, so speaking of hop, skip, and a jump away, <laughs> yeah. like the Contemporary Resort is about, well, almost as close as you can get, um, especially for, for Magic Kingdom. Um, you can, it's about, what, eight to 10 minutes of a walk? Yeah, it's great. It has its own designated uh, walkway. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could take the monorail no. if you wanted to, but the walk is is so much so much faster and you don't have to deal with like crowding onto the monorail yeah um and the reason why we talk about the contemporary being so close is because california grill is that like signature dining experience that um is is worth the money i think um you know we've really enjoyed our times there and uh it's so it's up on the on the top floor. You have so this beautiful 15 floors, 15 right? floor, floor. Yeah. You have this beautiful panoramic view um, over the Seven Seas Lagoon, but also Magic Kingdom. If you happen to be there uh, dining around the fireworks, you'll see fireworks. Um, 
and the food is just phenomenal. I think I love it. So it's it's what American? It's like a, it's Californian yeah. fusion. It, it's like a you know that you'll you'll find a seasonal um, menu there. Yeah, it does change. They have a sushi bar. They right? do. Um, we and we've also done their their brunch. They do a Sunday brunch. It's a little bit higher. It's just um like a flat. Each person is X amount of dollars. Right. But um, they're if you're looking for a really spectacular brunch um and we did it on a magic kingdom park day as well yeah we, we went a little bit later in the morning so we hit up the park went went there went back to the park um uh it, it's pretty lovely but i i think the dinner is like would be my go-to or lunch like it, i i don't think you can i think it's only dinner oh that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. so so either you're there for the sunday brunch or dinner like it's just dinner um and they the dinner i think start starts around dinner time but it goes late so that if you want a later dinner you can have a later dinner um and i don't know there's just something so um unique about it i guess because the menu changes seasonally um the food is just really well crafted the atmosphere is phenomenal the view is spectacular like I don't know. It's one of my favorite uh, restaurants. Yeah. I don't um, like it. People talk about the uh, firework view a lot. And I think if you've already seen the fireworks in the park, this can be a good option, especially if you're already there. It wasn't my favorite no. um, spot outside of the parks to, to view. But also if you are there and if you want um, to watch sort of from that elevated um lookout balcony outside like this is a great option and if you eat earlier you just hold on to your receipt and you can go back up to that viewing spot yeah. so i think this is a really good option yeah i think if you don't want to head uh towards the contemporary you can now walk to the grand floridian yes um i mean i guess before the your only option was to take the monorail all the way around um because it doesn't go backwards in that specific direction um but now there's a walkway to the Grand Floridian. And uh, I mean, obviously, the Grand Floridian has also some incredible uh, restaurants. But one in particular that we think is often overlooked is the Grand Floridian Cafe. And we've been here a few times where it, it feels uh, it's got like it has the elegance of the Grand Floridian, but it feels more casual. Yeah, definitely. Um it's does have more of a casual feel i don't think that there's anything uh like there's no real wow factor about the (laughs) like the theming or the restaurant like it's it's lovely yeah um but the like i always feel like i'm a little bit surprised by my meal like just that it's so good yeah Um, like really good food and and just great service and there's a great breakfast here as well yeah so it is breakfast lunch and dinner so if you maybe wanted to go there before the park opened or early in like earlier in the morning you certainly can um as a good option and then just walk your way over to to magic kingdom um but in terms of like leaving the park and getting to a place it's not that far. I think you, you can also take the boats, right? Yeah. The friendship I think, boats. Yes. And I, I'm a big fan of, you know, using all of, um, like Disney's form of transportation. But I think when you have a reservation, 
um, or you're going to eat. And especially if you're going back to the park, I would opt for the walkways because it's like you're, you know how long it's going to take you to get there. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, Nothing is really going to hold you up. Yeah, because those uh, boats can fill up quickly. You're not always quite sure if you have time. Are we going to get on the next one or is it going to be one after that? That's why I think that these two resorts are really good options if you're at Magic Kingdom, Sorry Polynesian, and Wilderness Lodge. (laughs) I mean, Polynesian is a quick um, monorail, too. Uh, Or you could walk all the way around, but that's... For another it's, time. It's for another time. And it's a little bit more involved. I feel like when you are um, looking to leave the park for dinner in particular, you kind of, I feel like you plan on going back to the park afterwards, unless, you know, you have small yeah. children. Um, and and going to the Grand Floridian or the Contemporary keeps you close so that once you're done there, then you can go right back. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe let's talk about um, Epcot. Uh, so Epcot has the benefit of having Epcot area resorts, much like uh, the Magic Kingdom, that are walkable. And it's not walkable from the main entrance. Uh, you have to go in uh, out the International Gateway. Um, and I mean, there are boats there, but oh, it's a short walk uh, as well. And specifically a short walk to beach club and yacht club which are like right there so if you're not if you're not sure where where this entrance is it's um between the uk pavilion and the france pavilion yeah it's where the skyliner lets you off yes so yeah if you're even if you're looking to grab the skyliner um that's where you would get it uh if you walk a little bit further you're gonna hit um the Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk, and if you walk a little bit further, what, the Swan and Dolphin? Mm-hmm. Um, the Swalfin. The Swalfin. Um, we're going to say, we're going to stick to the Yacht Club area just because it is closest. Uh, there are a ton of restaurants and uh, and places to grab food and snacks, um, especially along the Boardwalk. Um, but specifically, we'll talk about uh, the Ale and Compass restaurant at uh at yacht club and i feel like this is you know this is good seafood you could you could make the rounds all the way over to the boardwalk for flying fish but you know this is good seafood too and it's not gonna the price point is a little bit lower here yeah uh i feel like it's a little bit more casual but not like it's not a signature dining it's not a signature dining experience but you know if you if you want um you know, clam chowder, it's, mm-hmm. that's going to be here. Uh, and, and I feel like it's just a good, easy restaurant to get to nice atmosphere and, uh, and good food. Mm-hmm. And they've got a lounge as well. Yeah. And I mean, they do breakfast as well. So breakfast and dinner, but, um, but why wouldn't you go to La Hal for breakfast? But why would you go to La Hal <laughs> for, uh, for breakfast? So yeah, Ale and Compass as a as a good option just to walk to. Um, but also at the Yacht Club is uh, the signature dining, the Yachtsman Steakhouse. And this uh, lots of people talk about because lots of people like steak. Um, if you're going, if you want steak, I feel like you'd have to have already gone to Le Cellier. Or it's booked. Or it's booked. Yeah, if you were planning on going to Le Cellier and you weren't able to, this is a good 
uh, option. Or if you're Canadian and you're like, no, I don't need the Canadian <laughs> experience. I want to avoid. We enjoy Le Salier, but I think I think there are probably a good number of people who are like, I don't need to go to a Canadian themed restaurant to have steak. So I think this would be um, like this would be my go to after after that. Or, yeah. You know, instead of. Well, and I feel like Le Salier has uh more options on the menu than the steak like mm. the steakhouse you are going for steak yeah like they're... it has a few options to appease people who don't like steak but really if you're going to a restaurant called the yachtsman steakhouse do they have a porterhouse for two do they have a porterhouse i i Yes, they do. Okay, because that because <laughs> that was at Le Cellier they, as well. Yeah, it's at a number of the places. So I just wondered. Oh, look at if this: they a did. twenty out, a twenty-eight ounce porterhouse for two, cognac truffle butter, Oof. and a choice of two steakhouse sides. I'm a I real feel like it's very similar for, for truffles, and you know that like I don't really care for mushrooms, but right, but tr- they're a mushroom, right? Truffles. Yeah. Like I just can't but believe not, it. I'm not really like uh, it doesn't. They don't have the same... You wouldn't eat it a truffle like a mushroom. <laughs> They're so good, though. Like, that almost makes me want that for two. Yeah. Um, I know Le Cellier had or has a, a, a 4-2 steak as yeah. well. We went with friends who had it who when had we dined it. there. And, it, like, that's... I feel like they'd be equivalent. Um, I mean, there's lots of seafood here as well if you're... If you're looking to surf and turf, surf and turf, classy. That's, that's, <laughs> I want classy extra lobster, <laughs> more more lobster, and uh, and I feel like yeah, as a signature dining restaurant, yes, you don't have the same experience as uh, being in the park um, in one of the pavilions, but honestly, like you're just gonna well, have... maybe you don't want that, yeah. So I think I think these are both really good options. I feel like um, the Yachtsman would be like a celebratory dinner. Mm, yeah. Like I wouldn't necessarily go there every time mm-hmm. um, because I know that the bill's going to be pretty pricey. Um, but as something that's special that I want to experience, yep. that's, uh, that's a great option. Um, let's move right along to... Um, uh, Hollywood Studios. And if you are at Hollywood Studios, your dining <laughs> options in park... They're limited. They're limited and and heavily themed. Uh, so if you're not into, like, the uh, sci-fi dine-in um, theater where you're in the cars with, like, okay food... Yeah. Um, I do really enjoy 50s primetime but not everybody does and, and not every time and not every time i wouldn't that wouldn't be like oh you know hollywood studios where do we dine it'll be that or nothing um and then the brown derby we just we have a history of not loving it <laughs> yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with it i think it just just doesn't do it for us with other it, options it never wows us with uh for the price point like if this were, but I oh. had an amazing margarita there, grapefruit margarita. <laughs> it was delicious. Like and their um, cob salad is like good, That's, and it's the cheapest it thing on the menu. Just at lunch. So I feel uh, I think it's at both, but oh. it's um, cheaper at lunch oh. than it is at dinner. <laughs> Maybe it's a different size. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, 
a good, uh, I would say that is one of probably the nicer options, but we've kind of done all the dining at, at Hollywood studios. And I think it's, it's not, we just find, um, we know that there are options out there beyond the park that we would enjoy a little bit more. Yeah. Well, and especially, I mean, our, our views might change obviously in, uh, Hollywood studios, there's Hollywood and vine, which is character dining and you know, well, Rosalie might just like noodles, so we might end up at Mama Rol- Mama's Mama Melrose a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is fine. So, yeah, uh, there are options, uh, but if you are looking for something a little bit different, um, the Skyliner is such a game changer here because it gets you to a few, um, a few other resorts, at, you know, within a short period of time. And if you take the Skyliner right back to the hub of uh, Caribbean Beach Resort, um, Sebastian's Bistro is right there. And I think this one is something that is um, not really on everybody's radar. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I don't really know why. I mean, I know they had a menu overhaul yeah. a couple years ago. Um but it's not even that old. It's not even that it's old, and it had years. like. A, so obviously they tried something out and then and then changed it, which is fine. Yeah, um, I think currently uh, they've just got like a prefix mm. menu. Um, I don't know. I what would you say? Like obviously because it's at Caribbean Beach, there are uh, Caribbean like Latin remember, flavors. Yeah, and, and like J- Jamaican. Yeah. Um, I remember there being some like jerk spice on there. Um, but it's like a nice airy restaurant sort of feel. Yeah. Fresh. Um, like, oh, plant-based coconut pineapple bread pudding. Yep. That's what I'll have for my meal. <laughs> Thank you. That's enough for, for us. Um, yeah. I feel like there, it gets overlooked. I mean, it's not the biggest restaurant, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can book up, but, but it's a really great option. And you're literally just like, you're taking the skyline over to Kirby and beach, walking across the lake and you're there. Yeah. Which I, I really mean, like this resort. Yeah. It, well, and it gives you a chance unless you're going to stay at Caribbean beach, uh, or I guess take the skyliner. What other chance are you going to have to go and wander yeah. the, the resort itself? Uh, because if you're just hopping on and off the Skyliner, you're not going to see no pretty much any of it. And I wouldn't, I don't know, unless you have a ton of time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but why not have a meal while you're there? Yeah. Um, and speaking of the Skyliner, too, when you go from Hollywood Studios, you get off at um, Kirby and Beach as the hub. But if you get on the line to Epcot, right, oh, it, takes you, it takes yeah. you to the Riviera. Uh, we may have to double check that, but uh, I'm pretty sure. I think you can get off. No, it would it would take you um, to the Riviera. You can just get off. You just hop off. No, but, but it's not on the line directly from Hollywood Studios, right? Uh, oh, it's been a while. We should have looked this up. <laughs> I, I just can... remember going through it. Yeah. So, yeah. So you go from Hollywood Studios, you get off at Caribbean Beach, and then you have to okay. get up on the Epcot line right. because it's going to stop at uh, or give you the option of getting off at the Riviera. 
and uh, the Riviera is important. Uh, obviously, uh, newest of um, Disney's uh, DVC resorts, and at the top of it is Topolino's Terrace. And Topolino is Italian for Mickey Mouse. That's his. That's his Italian name. Yeah, that's Topolino. his Italian name. So he's there uh, for <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, I mean, right now, obviously, they have modified character. Yes. But I can't imagine that it's going to be too much longer. No, but and this was one of the first ones that came back. Yes. With characters. Um, And they, you know, it's making his friends with artistic flair. Um, But it's really, uh, it just looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. And it is, um, so it's another one that's just breakfast or dinner. There's no lunch uh, in there. And, um, and I'm pretty sure, so like breakfast is like a prefix menu because it's character dining. Yes. Um, but and a lot of it is uh, like, it's French inspired. Yeah. Because it's the Riviera, right? For sure. So, uh, you know, breakfast, I'm just looking at, there's a quiche gruyere and I mean, smoked salmon, a uh, wild mushroom scramble. That's, that's your favorite no. there. Uh, but I think. I would enjoy, obviously, if we had Rosalie, the character breakfast mm-hmm. would uh, would be the thing that we would prefer. And probably, uh, I don't know, would you go there before going to the park or would you go to the park first thing for a cup, an hour or two and then go back? I would, with kids, I would start at the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also wouldn't mind going there for dinner, yeah. um, you know, without Rosalie, because I feel like. Uh, she'd be disappointed in not I don't seeing know. characters. Who knows? Um, She's so young. Yeah, she doesn't know any different. And <laughs> she might hate characters. She <laughs> might be scared. We don't know yet. Yeah, maybe it'll have to be dinner. Um, but just a good, diverse menu with lots of, um, yeah, like Lauren said, French-inspired uh, or Italian-inspired, French-Italian, flavors of the Riviera. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so, yeah, lots of good well, options. Escargot is on there. Yeah. That's French. Yeah. Oh, and Bouillabaisse. That's yeah. that's French. Okay. Yeah. French inspired. That says petite there. That's French. <laughs> that's a French word that <laughs> yeah. I've seen. Uh, uh, filet mignon. That's, yeah. Those are French words yeah. too. That's that's great. Those, and those don't appear anywhere else on any <laughs> no. other menu. Um, Topolino is just nice because it's also, it's like one of those top floor restaurants that give you also a view also just i think this is a fun uh resort to check out yeah it's pretty small and compact but it's new and um and has a view and you can take the skyliner there which is always a bonus (laughs) yeah we are all about convenience oh i just love the skyliner that too uh yeah um okay let's talk about one that has no convenient transportation apart from the buses uh, and that's Animal Kingdom. So if mm-hmm. you're in the park at Animal Kingdom um, yet, maybe Disney will eventually get there. Yeah. Some some new transportation system between that and Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, but for now, it's just a bus ride. But it's like a super, what, five minutes? I have a quick story. I don't know if I've told it before on this um, before, but Animal Kingdom, like, you know, the parking lot trams? 
yes. my first visit, I thought that that was, I was like, oh my goodness, those people are so lucky. They must be staying at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge and they get to take <laughs> this like fancy little like train tram to the, like I thought it was to so close. Yeah, that they just took this open air vehicle. Um, anyway. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It is close enough that that could be a <laughs> conceivable option. They're not even running right now. People are very no. upset about that. Anyway. And I guess you probably wouldn't take the trams onto normal roads. No, but <laughs> so that I just always remember. And then I don't know, it was trips later that I was like, oh, those are just for the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but your only good option is to take the bus, take the bus over to. But it's so short. Yeah. And uh, I've really any excuse to go check out animal kingdom lodge is a good one for food atmosphere art um everything just anything. so uh i think it's worth it to head over here there's yeah. not a ton of restaurants sit down restaurants at animal kingdom no and they do book up like obviously yak and yeti is like oh, there's always a crowd there's always there. a crowd because there's not only everyone who's booked a reservation and all reservations are taken but they also like there are people who are willing to wait, walk up. Yeah, but you could just walk over to Tiffin's. They always they always have, have. But I it's mean, pricey and doesn't appeal to everybody. <laughs> Tiffin's is a signature dining, yeah. and I get that. But uh, I've I've always enjoyed Tiffin's. So yeah. you know that's but always our a good wallets option. don't always. No, so that's we don't true. always opt there. But I think there's some really good um, options, especially if uh, Tusk. Like if you were looking forward to Tusker House. Yeah. Um, Boma Flavors of Africa is a great um, buffet, and and many people say it's the best buffet yeah. available on Disney property. Um, they do breakfast and dinner, and there's some really nice signature items here. Uh, zebra domes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we uh, we just really we've really enjoyed this, um, and so I know. I, I guess also if you're not interest if you're interested in the food and not the characters at tusker house um then it's worth it to come over here yeah plus i mean you're not paying the premium price yes. for character dining yeah um i mean it's still what considered buffet so yeah so you have so there is a fixed price but it's uh pretty reasonable mm -hmm. um there are no characters but it's like super family friendly uh, and I don't know, a really good way to explore uh, a palette that you've maybe not um, experienced. And there's a good mix. Like you'll good, find sure, yeah. uh, very accessible food and yeah. then some other things with like, you know, an African flair. Absolutely. And I know for, for us, um, Sanaa at Kidani, uh, which is also at Animal Kingdom Lodge, is, uh, is another good option. It's a sit down restaurant and... Um, and it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't really, I don't think breakfast here is anything particularly exciting unless you're really staying at the resort. And then it's like, oh yeah, it it's might convenient. be a good option. It's a good convenient way to. Well, I remember calling and, and asking when we stayed there, like, I just wanted Mickey waffles and we were in Kadani. I was like, do you have Mickey waffles? And they were like, um, no. And they had just started doing they breakfast They just started there. doing breakfast and so it was very basic. I was like, oh, thank you. We'll be headed to the Mara. Thank you. <laughs> but I think the reason why try it now. everyone talks about Sanaa because of the bread service yeah. um, as an appetizer, which like five breads uh, with nine accompaniments. Yeah. Like, I love dipping things. So... <laughs> 
this is worth it. I wonder if it's like meant to be, again, it's like the porterhouse for two. Yes. It's like, I'll tell you whether it's going to be for two people or <laughs> yeah. whether I'm going to take it on myself. Uh, I feel like with the bread service, you know, it, mm-hmm. if you like one of the one of the dips more than anything else uh, you know are you gonna try and take all of it yeah probably <laughs> and then you would just need your yeah. own order so uh so yeah sana is a good option and really animal kingdom lodge i think a lot of people overlook as a good convenient option when you're at the park because it's so close and you think oh i have to get on a bus and go to a resort like it you know, Disney's typical buses go every 20 minutes. Um, you know, the bus ride is five minutes away. So there's always a bus coming. Yeah. And it's super convenient. So, I mean, I know there's Jico and I guess you could do the Mara if you really wanted to. But uh, but Sanaa and Boma, I think, are the ones that really are, are accessible and, and easy to get to. Mm-hmm. But that's probably where we're going to leave it today. A couple of options for each of the parks. Um, if you are spending a day in the parks and you want to get out to a resort for dinner, um, you know, there are lots of really great options. And obviously y- you can get transportation anywhere, but these we think are the most convenient places for the specific uh, parks that you've mm-hmm. that you're at for that day. Um, but we'd love to hear what you think. Uh, if you have suggestions as to what you would like to go to from, on a park day, um, let us know. If you head on over to our Facebook and Instagram page, find this episode and leave a comment down below which uh, which park you would visit and then which resort you would go and dine at. Also, I don't think we've asked in a while, but um, if you would like to subscribe to the podcast, it's very helpful. It certainly um, does help. <laughs> reviews are really helpful. <laughs> Um, so if you and sharing with second, your friends, yeah, um, yeah, that's all. We that's love talking my... about Disney, and um, we're going to keep talking about Disney one way or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a I'm a woman on mat leave. This is my like shot. This is my you know break from insanity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, everything's good. But uh, no, we we I've I've really enjoyed like that we've gone weekly. Yeah. And uh this is my first like shorter Short one. Short podcast. And I've been listening to the other ones. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalie and I listen and Rosalie like is sort of weirded out cuz she recognizes your voice. Right. But you're not there. Anyway. Womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at work. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's it. We want to thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Lauren, we are one half of the Double Doubles, and you've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.